Hard to believe, but the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast is on the air again. The only Medicare podcast guaranteed to be gluten-free. And now, brace for a hard landing, it's Medicare expert Doug Jones. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another exciting, thrill-packed episode of the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. I am your Medicare specialist, Douglas B. Jones. You may have heard my Canadian nephew, Drew McMillan, tell you that, but uh, sometimes people need to be told more than once. Got to pound that information in uh, for it to really stick. That's At least that's my experience with uh, new knowledge. Anyway, I'm glad to have you joining us today because what we try to do here is to make people feel confident about their impending encounter with Medicare. Some people are looking at turning 65. Other people are looking at leaving their places of employment and walking away from their long-time health insurance plans. And for those people, the government has provided Medicare as a... uh, a way to pay your medical bills should you have medical bills to be paid. And uh, it's kind of a complicated program. It's a little on the scary side for people who don't really know what the possible rules and pitfalls and scary parts are. So I wrote a book and I encourage people to buy my book and to read it because then they will know everything they need to know about Medicare. The name of my book is Medicare for the Lazy Man. The edition that's out right now is 2023, but the 2024 is coming very, very soon. So if you go to your favorite bookstore, namely barnesandnoble.com or amazon.com, and if you look on the shelf where the Medicare for the Lazy Man books are sold, you're going to find the paperback book that everybody seems to like, the audible book that some people enjoy because it just does all the work of reading for you. You can lay back and let the knowledge wash over you. The um, uh, Kindle version is the e-book, which is delivered to your reader instantly if you pay the very, very minimal price of $3.80, I think it is. And then, of course, for those of you who are high rollers and big spenders, we've got the magnificently designed hardcover version which is full of colorful illustrations and uh, just uh, it's a piece of art that belongs in every family's library. So those are the four types of Medicare for the lazy man books that you're going to find, but all of them have the same great Medicare knowledge and all of them will perform as advertised in making you a Medicare expert. And of course they contain my contact information. And so when you decide that it's time for you to retire or when your 65th birthday is coming up and it's time for you to uh, engage in Medicare, uh, I will personally guide you through that threshold and into the beautiful land of Medicare happiness and bliss. Speaking of happiness and bliss, there's a happy guy joining me in the studio right now. His name is Randy Carson. Randy, are you capable of uh, guiding us into the Medicare land of bliss and happiness? Absolutely. Just follow me. I'll follow Doug, and you follow me, and we'll all be happy. God, what a wonderful thought. 
What a wonderful I got a question. Thought. I got a question for you, though. A- ask away. You know, given the fact that you're just about to finish up on Medicare for the Lazy Man 2024, mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew this, but little Nora, you know who little Nora is? Oh, yes, I do. She wrote me with a crayon oh, on, <laughs> on, a, on a piece of tablet paper the other day and asked me if I would acquire one of the first copies of Medicare for the Lazy Man 2024 so she could take it to show and tell. Well, sure you can. I'll give you a uh, uh, one of the first ones hot off the press that you can send to her. Uh, I worry about her smudging the ink, though. If it's not completely dry by the time she gets it, it could turn into a kind of a mess. Oh, darn. Yeah, yeah. We, better, we better watch out for that. Yes, but otherwise, uh, I'll have one specially designed just for her. You can send it to her and take all the credit for it. The other possibility, you know, I didn't think about this, but given the fact once that very special first edition of Medicare for the Lazy Man 2024 reaches her hands, she can mm-hmm. take it to school, not only for show and tell, but I'll bet you that the teacher still reads them stories. Well, that could be a way to do it. You know, they, they in her class, I'm sure they have little rugs that they, they pull yeah. out at uh, for nap time after they yeah. drink their their milk and eat their graham crackers. And yeah. so uh, it's possible that they read a chapter every day. That would be a, uh, maybe I can sue the school and have them pay me for that. They're, what, they're in a, what are we going to read today, Mrs. Smith? Well, oh, it's we're copywritten. Gonna, we're, we're not gonna, able to. We're, <laughs> we can't read anything. Your yeah. uncle Doug won't let us read anything. <laughs> well, I'm hoping that I could uh, work out a deal with the school so that they pay a very small stipend, but it's it is Canada, you know, and so it. It's, oh, I uh, know, I know. You just never know what's going to happen up there. Well, the subject matter isn't really germane in Canada, so she might become a Medicare expert. She's going to have to come to the states in order to practice her expertise, her fly her skills. trade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, you know something. Yeah. I am going to encourage us to move on into the good stuff because I'm well, looking here at the script for today, uh-huh. and it's got some really interesting good stuff. Well, the faster we get into it, the faster you'll be able to go work on my website. That was the most yes, exciting news I had. Absolutely. Today. We're going to spiff that website up and and completely re-engineer it so that people listening to the uh, podcast can go to the website and learn more Medicare stuff than you ever thought possible. So I'm pretty excited about that. I think we should put some content on the new website that matches up with your podcast. Uh-huh. We can have we can have mutual games going on at the same time. What do you think? If you can do it, I say I'm all for it. All right. Well, I can do any or all of that. Okay. Well, let's get to work on that. But in the meantime, you want to get moving today, and I think we should. Let's so get her done. Let's tear into that Medicare content and see what we uncover. The first article that was curated, especially for all of us here, by the content curator is entitled Medicare and Moving, What You Need to Know. Uh, There are a lot of states who have become uh, recently in recent uh, years uh, less, um, less, how can I say this, welcoming (laughs) to certain political types. And I see a lot of movement. Uh, Arizona uh, has received many, many Californians who have uh, come across the border and taken up residence in Arizona. And if that trend continues, more people are going to be asking this question, Medicare and moving what you need to know. 
Your Medicare plan's coverage area will determine if you need to make changes after a move. If you're moving, you may be wondering why you need to make changes uh, to your Medicare coverage. The answer depends on the type of coverage you have. You may not need to do anything at all if your Medicare plan can be used in your new town or state. However, if you are enrolled in a Medicare plan that isn't offered in your new locale, you will need to take action. All right, right there, we have a flaw in the, you know, it's a good thing I read these articles because they all seem to need correction. There can be a plan offered in one place and a plan offered in another place. If you move from one place to the other, you still might have to reapply to get the same plan issued to you in your new location, even though it's the same company, the plan has the same name, and uh, it's just a kind of a weird, unusual thing that happens in the world of Medicare Advantage and Medicare drug plans. But I digress, so let's go on. Original Medicare and moving. You are in luck if you're enrolled in Original Medicare Parts A and B. You don't need to make any changes in your coverage if you're moving either to a new address in your state or out of state. Original Medicare is an insurance policy that can be used nationwide. Medicare Advantage plans are more akin to an HMO and participants are limited to their state doctors and facilities. And in some cases with Medicare plans, it could be your county. You might be uh, moving out of your county and uh, uh, they'll go nuts. We moved from St. Charles, Illinois to Wayne, Illinois for our summer residence, and um, our drug plan went berserk. Oh, my God, you've left the area. We have to cancel your coverage. No, I'm three miles away as the crow flies. Not good enough. We had to really do some fancy dancing to convince them that we were still in their service area. So Medicare Advantage plans are more akin to an HMO and participants are limited, they say here, to the state their doctors live in, uh, to their slate doctors and facilities. That means the network operates in a geographical area and it's possible that you have moved out of it. Original Medicare does not have limited provider networks that Medicare Advantage plans do. You can use any hospital or doctor throughout the country that takes Medicare assignment. When a doctor accepts assignment, This means that he or she won't charge you more than the Medicare-approved amount for a health care service, although you'll still be responsible for any co-payments and deductibles that apply. So, guaranteed issue rights and Medicare supplement plans. In most cases, you won't be able to switch your Medigap policy outside your six-month Medigap open enrollment period, except in specific situations where you have guaranteed issue rights. Guaranteed issue rights are granted if you move outside of your Medigap plan service area. This is important because guaranteed issue rights are special protections you have in certain situations to buy Medigap insurance, such as moving out of a service area. This is just crazy. There is no such thing. Medicare supplement plans are good anywhere in the United States. I don't know why this article has this particular paragraph in it. In these situations, Medigap insurance companies cannot deny you coverage and most cannot charge you higher premiums because of pre-existing conditions. Medicare supplement insurance and moving. Um, You can purchase a Medigap plan with guaranteed issue rights if you are enrolled in a Medicare Advantage plan and are moving out of your Medicare Advantage plan service area. That's one way that somebody who is completely sick and tired of their Medicare Advantage plan 
can get out of it and get into Medicare with a supplement plan. Just move out of your Advantage plan service area. However, you must first switch back to Original Medicare. After that, uh, after you return to Original Medicare, you can enroll with guaranteed issue rights in certain Medicare insurance plans offered by any insurance company in your state. Medicare Select Plans. I never talk about Medicare Select Plans. They're Medicare supplements with a hospital network. So they actually have created a geographical limitation. Medicare Select Plans operate in some ways if you move, like Medicare Advantage plans. If you're moving to a different state or if you're moving within the same state but out of your Medicare Select Plan service area, you have guaranteed issue rights to purchase a different Medicare supplement plan. You must apply for a new Medicare supplement policy either 60 days before or no more than 63 days after your Medicare Select coverage ends. Uh, you have two op options for coverage. You can buy a standardized Medicare supplement from your current insurance company, as long as it offers the same or fewer benefits. Um, if you've had your Medicare Select policy for more than six months, you won't have to answer uh, any medical questions. Or you can switch Medigap policies. You can switch to... Uh, one of the other letters that's sold by an insurance company in your state or to the state you're moving to. Uh, let's see here. I say stay away from Medicare Select plans. You don't really save enough money to make it worthwhile. Um, if you're enrolled in a Medicare Advantage plan or a Medicare drug plan and you're moving outside your plan service area, you're going to need to enroll in a plan that is within your new service area. This is true whether you move to a new address in your state or to a new state. So using Medicare special enrollment periods, you can use the Medicare special enrollment period, SEP, to make changes in your coverage. If you are moving outside your Medicare Advantages service area, or if you are moving to a new location that's still in your Medicare plan service area, but there are new plan options available in your new area. You can use your special election period to switch to a different Medicare Advantage plan or Part D coverage, you must contact your Medicare Advantage plan to disenroll. So now here's a section that's called switching back to original Medicare. You can also choose to return to original Medicare. If you have a Medicare Advantage plan and there aren't any Medicare Advantage plans available in the new service area, or if you don't want to enroll in one because you wised up and realized what a mistake being in a Medicare Advantage plan was. You can then sign up for a Part D prescription drug plan, and you are able to buy a Medigap insurance policy. Notify the Social Security Administration if you move. If you're moving, you should contact Social Security to update the mailing address that Medicare has on file for you. Medicare works with Social Security Administration to maintain your records. Here's how you can notify the Social Security Administration. You can do it online using ssa.gov. To update your information, if you have a My Social Security account, you can log into your account to update your address. Or you can call on the telephone. Call Social Security at 800-772-1213. Uh, that's only Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. in all time zones. Or you can uh, change your address in person. You can visit your local Social Security office to update your information. So... I'm not sure that was the most well-done article about what you need to do if you move, but it gives you a little tip of the iceberg. 
Here's a little article entitled, Can You Change Medicare Supplement Plans Anytime? Medicare Supplement Plans, otherwise known as Medigap, can help you pay for services, blah, blah, blah. I think we all know that. Understanding Medicare Supplement Plans. In most states, Medicare Supplement Plans are standardized and labeled with letters, plans A through N. Each is offering a specific set of benefits. While the coverage remains the same across uh, the insurers for a particular plan, the costs may vary. Someone may consider changing their plan if they have had changes in their health needs, or if they want a lower premium plan, or if they're dissatisfied with their current insurance company. Changing plans during open enrollment. The most opportune time to switch Medicare supplement plans is during the Medicare open enrollment period, which is the period of time when you have just gotten Part B of Medicare. You've got a six-month um, free card, a get-out-of-jail card that lasts for six months from the date of your Part B start date uh, until six months have passed, and uh, you can change Medicare supplement plans as much as you want to without being asked any health questions. During this period, insurers are required to accept applicants without considering pre-existing conditions. This offers a valuable opportunity for individuals to explore different plans. Uh, here's a section called state-specific rights. In some states, there are special rights available to Medicare beneficiaries, such as an extended open enrollment period or birthday rule. The birthday rule is getting to be more popular. Every once in a while, I hear about another state adopting it, and I'll bet about eight states have a birthday rule. For example, the state of New York has a continuous open enrollment period in which Medicare beneficiaries can enroll into a supplement plan year-around without going through medical underwriting. Isn't that a fantastic thing? And why can't I get New Yorkers to understand that the best thing they can do is enroll in a Medicare, high-deductible Medicare supplement plan to save them tons and tons of money in California? Medicare beneficiaries are allowed to change their supplement plan to another plan of equal or lesser coverage each year during a 91-day period surrounding their birthday. This is the birthday rule. There are many other states that have special rules like these, so make yourself familiar with the rules in your state. Guaranteed issue rights. Individuals have the option to change their Medicare supplement plans without facing medical underwriting during a specific uh, situation known as a guaranteed issue right. For example, if an individual loses their employer-sponsored health, health coverage or their Medicare Advantage plan is discontinued, they may have the right to enroll in a Medicare supplement plan without being subjected to health questions. Keep in mind that guaranteed issue rights may apply only to specific plan letters, such as Plan F for Plan G. If you're wondering, can you change Medicare supplement plans anytime? You should know that the answer is yes, but there are several things you should consider first. Before deciding to change your Medicare supplement plan, it's essential to carefully assess your health care needs, budget, and any potential changes in circumstances. Although you can apply for another Medicare supplement plan at any time, you may be subject to medical underwriting. If you are, your approval depends on your health history. Understanding the enrollment periods and guaranteed issue rights is crucial for making informed decisions. Or maybe just knowing my email address is going to be uh, quite enough for you because I can help you ne negotiate or navigate 
through those uh, troubled waters of changing your Medicare supplement plan in order to have less costly coverage, more cost-effective coverage. And um, that's what I do for people all the time. Why enrolling in Medicare Part D is important. Part D of Medicare is the drug plan. Uh, And this is from our pal, our gal pal, Tony King. Tony with an I. She spells it with an I because she's a girl. I was told to receive the shingles vaccine. I need to be enrolled in a Part D prescription drug plan for the vaccination to have a $0 copay or else I have to pay $200. I thought all vaccinations and immunizations are covered at no cost under Medicare Part B. Can you explain this Medicare rule? This is from Carl from Lubbock, Texas. So Tony says, Dear Carl, uh, in 2023, the Inflation Reduction Act eliminated all out-of-pocket costs for vaccines, which the CDC's Advisory Committee on Immunization Uh, recommended for adults. The CDC is the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. This important Medicare change went into effect whether you have drug coverage from a standalone Medicare Part D prescription drug plan or from a Medicare Advantage plan with Part D coverage. The shingles vaccine is included at no cost. And then she goes on to say, Carl, I hope you are enrolled in a Medicare Part D plan or you're going to have to pay more than $200 per dose for the shingles vaccine. Uh, Not being enrolled in a Part D or Advantage plan with Part D uh, coverage is why you were told that you might have to pay over $200 per dose for the vaccine. It's important for those leaving employer group health insurance plans after 65 or enrolling in Medicare for the first time, whether turning 65 or before if you're eligible, Uh, it's important to be sure to enroll in a Medicare Part D standalone prescription drug plan with or without Medicare supplement or a Medicare Advantage plan with Part D. Having the shingles shot covered with a $0 copay is an important reason Americans should enroll in a Medicare Part D plan when eligible. Those with a Medicare Part D plan can receive their shingles vaccine at the pharmacy or at your doctor's office if you have trouble affording the Medicare Part D prescription drug premium, you may qualify for Medicare's extra help program. So, um, for shots not covered under Medicare Part B, that Part D generally covers, this is uh, not confusing at all, is it? If you don't have a drug plan, that you're stuck paying the $200. That's the bottom line here. So get a drug plan. I always tell people to get the drug plans because... If they decide a few years down the road that they're going to need a drug plan, they're going to have to pay a lifetime late enrollment penalty. And I don't like to see people slapped with penalties. Therefore, it's uh, it behooves people to get a drug plan when they first become eligible, whether that is they're turning 65 or whether they're leaving a uh, an employer's health insurance plan. And uh, I often say that the uh, in 2024, the best plan is the cheapest plan. And for many people in the United States, the best plan is the well care uh, uh, prescription drug plan that costs zero dollars per month. So uh, I am, uh, <laughs> oh, here, okay, Tony, at the end of this article says, Tony, uh, Tony says, it amazes me how Medicare can make a simple medical issue such as getting a vaccine so complicated. But the bottom line here is if you get a drug plan, 
you're not going to get uh, left out in the cold. It's going to be, uh, you're going to have that uh, that vaccine at zero cost. Let's see, uh, new 2000 Medicare, $2,000 Part D, that's Part D as in dog. Again, it's about drugs. The new $2,000 Part D cap could reduce out-of-pocket drug costs for over 1 million Medicare beneficiaries beginning next year, including tens of thousands of beneficiaries in most states. Millions more will reach the spending threshold and benefit from the cap over time. Uh, A um, Kaiser Family Foundation analysis shows that the new out-of-pocket spending cap on Medicare Part D could translate into savings for well over a million people when it takes effect next year, including more than 100,000 people each in California, Florida, and Texas, based on an analysis of drug spending in 2021. The $2,000 cap is part of the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. It will lead to thousands of dollars in savings for Medicare patients who take high-cost drugs for cancer, rheumatoid arthritis, and other serious conditions. This new limit follows the elimination this year of a long-standing requirement that Part D enrollees pay 5% of their drug costs out of pocket after their drug expenditures reach a certain threshold. Moreover, the number of people who will see savings from the cap will rise over a longer period of time. A total of 5 million Part D as in dog enrollees had out-of-pocket drug costs of 2,000 or more in at least uh, one year during the 10-year period ending in 2021. In most states, tens of thousands of Medicare beneficiaries could save money from the new cap next year. In six states, um, between 50,000 and 82,000 Beneficiaries or members of Medicare spent more than 2000 out of pocket for prescription drugs in 2021. Those six states are New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Illinois, North Carolina, and New Jersey. The numbers were higher in California, Florida, and Texas, where more than 100,000 Part D enrollees exceeded the threshold. Well, I'll tell you, when we force drug companies to take less revenue uh, and uh, we force the uh, cost down without any corresponding uh, reason for it or rationale. In other words, this is not a free market uh, move. This is a uh, vote-buying move by the powers that be. When we force the cost of one item down, the uh, cost of other items either becomes that much higher in order to compensate, or it means that the uh, items that we're talking about will become more difficult to come by. And I think we're starting to see that with the forcibly uh, limited reimbursement that Medicare or that drug companies are getting for uh, the, um, uh, the um, medicine that they take for diabetes, uh, the vaccine for, or the insulin. Insulin has uh, had a cap placed on the cost and it is now becoming apparent that some insulin manufacturers are withholding their products or taking them off the market because they can't provide them and still make a profit. And I say the profit is the reason that they're motivated to provide those things in the first place. So I think we have to be very careful and cautious about these uh, these uh, arbitrary restrictions on the profitability of certain uh, companies when it comes to providing healthful um, drugs and treatments to the people that need medications. So, Randy, that's my pontification for today. I hope it made some sense. It did. Good. 
That's I always listen, good to hear. I listen to it with rapt attention. <laughs> How do you spell the word rapt in this case? Uh, R-A-P-T. Oh, okay, good. That's what I was hoping to hear. <laughs> well, or it could be W-R-A-P-P-E-D, rapt attention. Well, you know, we could say that it was wrapped. It was nicely wrapped and uh, uh, presented to the to the listeners in a way that uh, we hope is pleasing, at least understandable. Absolutely. And that there is an example, Doug, of why everybody, we don't feel like this, but everybody in the world that is not a native English speaker Mm -hmm. believes that English, and for the most part, it is one of the hardest languages to learn. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And there are a lot of idioms too. Yeah. Yeah. That, That makes it tough. Absolutely. Well, you know something? We have just blown, burned, and what ran right by our 75 cents. Jesus. <laughs> it sure doesn't last as long as it used to. You I've know, got a, 70, 75 cents is not, you know, it doesn't buy you what it used to. I've got to talk to the accountant, see if we can't uh, free up another 10 or 15 cents every podcast. Oh, okay. That, hey, that'd be great. That'd be great. Well, you know something? There's a couple, three things I always need to do before we sign off. I'm going to bring the plane in or the ship into the dock or the bus into the station. I don't know which one we're doing today, but I'm going to cover some things that I always need to cover. Those of you who want to reach out to Doug Jones and ask him a question or pat him on the back or do anything else, reach him at dbj at mlmmailbag.com. That's dbj at mlmmailbag.com. Don't forget, he's licensed nationwide to help you with your Medicare supplement planning. Check us out at the website. There's a lot of cool stuff there, medicareforthelazyman.com. We would appreciate dropping a review here and there. We always need the numbers. It's good for us. Last but certainly not least, thank you for joining us. You are exactly where we wanted you with us listening to Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. And you have done that today. For about 32 and a half minutes, you've listened to Doug Jones, the anti-insurance insurance guy from Oklahoma originally. No more. He's up in the high ground behind Cave Creek, Arizona, in his fortress of solitude. And I'm going to click him in. I'm going to be nice. 10-5. Oh, God. Well, that's that's uh, it's been worse, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, <laughs> frankly, I will look forward to seeing all of you very soon at our next podcast episode. So thank you for joining us. Bye-bye. 